This is Entrepreneurs Get Visible, the podcast for people who want more impact, influence, and income. I'm Anna Parker-Naples, and I'll be sharing with you proven methods from leading entrepreneurs that help you get visible as an authority in your field. Because anything's possible when you get visible. I want to talk through today some simple ways that you can improve the sound quality for your podcasts and video recordings that you're doing, even if these are Facebook Lives or perhaps you're putting a video together for a course. These are some simple ways that I've learned over the last 15 years of working in audio and 10 years as an audio expert with a home studio as to how you can improve sound quality. So the first thing you need to think about really is the room tone of where you are recording. Every single space that you record in with a microphone has what we know as an ambience. That ambience is effectively the silence within that space and it differs from each room. Now, ordinarily, we're not really aware of it. But if you go into your bathroom, for example, you know that your voice sounds really different. And you would know that if you recorded an episode or a podcast episode or a video in there, that it would sound very hard, very echoey. And that is because there are so many hard surfaces. There's the bath, there's the sink. The walls often are very hard. Maybe they've got tiling. I'm not going to go too technical into how sound waves work, but essentially the sound waves are bouncing off all those hard surfaces. And what you want to do is make sure that whatever environment you are recording in has minimal hard surfaces in it. And an easy way to do this is to find an area in your house that has more soft furnishing than anything else. So we're talking about thick curtains, we're talking about rugs or a carpeted area, we're talking about filling that space with pillows, with duvets, making sure that instead of it all being hard furniture, perhaps uh, a plastic chair, or if it's in your kitchen or whatever, that you have the an area that's got uh, soft materials on your sofa or whatever else is in that recording environment if you're recording from home. Choosing an environment that has a carpeted or a rugged floor instead of a tiled floor or a floor that has uh, laminate or wood flooring is going to get you a better sound quality. A smaller enclosed space is going to improve your sound because there is less space for that the sound waves to bounce around. So what I would advise is that you go into different areas of your house or whatever it is you're recording from. Perhaps it's an office, but I think most of us right now would be recording from home. Go into those different environments and do a test recording. And what I would do is I would set up your recording equipment and I would press go, press record and leave the space. Come back a minute, minute and a half later and press stop. You then want to get different samples for different rooms. And then with headphones, with good quality closed back headphones, go into a different environment that you've not tested and listen back. Now, with those headphones on, you are going to hear all sorts of anomalies in your audio that you wouldn't be aware of ordinarily. The things you're listening for is what's the quality of that silence within that room? What is the background noise that you can hear? So can you hear rubbish trucks? Can you hear traffic? Can you hear a train in the distance? Can you in that particular room hear a TV in the background, a radio in the background? 
were you recording close to a wall, a petition wall that's potentially with your neighbours or with somebody else in your household, could you pick up on their noise? So there are certain spots in my house that if my neighbours flush their toilet, for example, or have run their tap or their dishwasher, I can hear the plumbing coming through into my room. So you have to be aware of all of that sound and you won't hear it with your naked ear, but with a good quality microphone and good quality headphones, you will. You want to make sure as well that you are recording as far as possible away from windows and away from doors because they, again, are weaker. They are more able to let sound in. On the whole, places in your house that are within the centre of your home rather than at the external walls are going to be better. When you've chosen which room you're going to use, generally setting up in a corner area where you can kind of partition the amount of sound that goes into the big space is going to be better than recording in the centre of a room. You can use, if you can't find a smaller room to use, you could use acoustic panelling, you could get acoustic blankets, or you could get something that's called a sound isolation panelling, which is essentially on a stand and you can put it around the microphone to prevent the back of the microphone picking up sound that you don't want. You want to make sure that you are aware of computer noise. Now, very often, if you see that I'm recording a podcast episode, you will notice that I have my headphones on. The reason is I can pick up that background sound and all sorts of other anomalies in my voice and the background noise with headphones on far quicker than I would with the naked ear. So when you're recording on a computer or a laptop, if that laptop is doing lots of other functions, the fan noise will kick in, particularly if you're recording video as well as audio. You won't notice that fan noise to start with unless you have the headphones on. What you want to make sure is that every audio that you create is as clean as possible. There are many things we can remove in the editing phase, but it's more complex and it's never going to be as crystal clear as if you just haven't had it there in the first place. So make sure that all of your applications are closed down on your computer. And if you're recording on your phone, that your notifications are off, that you're on airplay mode. Because you can remove those pings sometimes, but why would you want to make it harder for yourself? So give yourself the best chance that you can. Close down all applications so that your computer is only having to focus on recording the content that you're doing. You don't have to have your emails open. You don't have to have LinkedIn and Facebook open. You don't have to have iMovie open. You just need your recording software and your microphone plugged in. Make sure as well when you're recording that you are letting people around you know that you're recording. This is the reason that traditional studios have those on-air buttons because you want to make sure that everybody outside of the studio, outside of the area you're recording in, are aware that you have material in progress because you can hear people in the background and you don't want that. And those things are even more challenging right now whilst we're in lockdown. So how can you make sure that the TVs are off in your house, the radios are off in your house, that everybody is aware for a short period of time that you are recording? In our house, we always make sure that I announce before I go live, this is happening right now. You've got 10 minutes and you've got to be quiet until I give you the go ahead that it's okay to speak again. So to just give you a roundup then of the things I've covered, in order to create great quality audio for podcasts and for video, test different room tones and go and listen elsewhere. Get a minute or a minute and a half of that audio in different areas and listen to them back to back with great quality headphones on. 
record in environments that have lots of soft furnishing, that don't have lots of hard desks and tables. If you have a hard desk or big table that you're recording at, put things like towels or blankets down on the soft furnishing so that those sound waves are not going to be hitting hard surfaces. Test out things. If you're not doing video and you're just doing podcast audio, test out the quality of the audio inside a wardrobe, for example, where you've got lots of soft furnishings, you've got materials, you've got clothing to absorb that sound. Record away from windows, record away from shared walls, be aware of house noise, be aware of background noise, external street noise, listen out for the plumbing, listen out for toilet flushes, and prepare the people around you for the fact that you are going live for a period of time because this is going to make your audio quality much better and it's going to make it simpler in the edit and cleaner all round. Now, whilst for podcasts and videos, they don't need to be broadcast quality. They don't need to be Dolby surround sound audio like I've created for various Hollywood movies. But you do need to make sure that it is good enough not to switch people off. As more and more people move over to podcasts, there is so much choice available. You want to make sure that the minute people hear your audio, they are not turned off by your lack of quality. So these are some simple ways to improve the quality of your podcast and online recordings. So let me know how you found that, what you're doing to make sure that you create great quality audio and check in with me again soon. Thank you for listening to Entrepreneurs Get Visible. To get your free checklist on how to raise your profile and to find out about our community, go to annaparkernaples.co.uk forward slash get visible.